Welcome to Blake Street Banter, where one of us knows what the word banter means. The other two are just along for the ride. And Mike, say what's up, big dog. What up? What up? I don't think I'm the star of the episode, but um, I'm here. <laughs> no, this is the one time you're not. Uh, we are joined by Rockies utility player. Like, I get to say that now. It's pretty exciting. Coco, what up, man? What's up, guys? Uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah, we were just talking like it's been a hot minute. It's been a few years and a lot of things have happened since then. It's a lot of good things, but we'll get to that in a little bit. But you good? Obviously, you're down in Arizona doing your thing. Yeah, everything's good. Uh, getting ready and pitchers and catchers first day tomorrow. Most of the, the hitters are out here, so let's get it rolling. Yeah. you Are you excited? Like, it's a little bit different this time around, right? Oh, it's always exciting. Every yeah. year. Yeah. Does yeah. it feel like it's like back to school jitters around this time of year? Yeah, kind of, <laughs> but uh, not much jitters this year. Less than last year for sure. Second time around in uh, big league camp, but mm -hmm. you know the jitters are always going to come, especially when I get in that that first at bat of spring training, first at bat of the season. It's always there. Yeah, like it's almost hard. It'd be weird, like if it wasn't jittery at, at some point. Like no matter how many times you do something cool, like it's still going to like hit you in some way or some form some way like, is, but it's still cool. Like you're still doing your thing. It's awesome. Uh, I mean, you are, I mean, baseball, we'll talk about that a little bit, but like, let's talk golf. You look mm -hmm. like you were on the course, you were doing your thing and you're down in like beautiful Arizona where like every corner there's a golf course. Like I saw, who was it? It was uh Dukes and Gavin Hollowell and a few other guys. They were out playing night golf last night on their Instagram story. Yeah. So how did you shoot today? I, like, I'm just assuming you you golfed. How'd you shoot today? How's so, it going? First, I want to state that I just go out on the course to have a good time, hang out with <laughs> boys, enjoy the nature. I'm usually 102 around there. Today was right around there. I think I ended at a 101. So we're going to get there one day when the baseball career uh, is over. I'll get back on the, the course and really grind it out. But uh, the game just hasn't been able to really improve with all the baseball <laughs> I play throughout the year. I don't play much in season, but yeah. it's still, still a good time. Yeah, it's like it's two different swings, right? Yeah. Definitely. I think that's the reason that I'm bad at golf. <laughs> that's what I always tell myself. Like I, I go up there and I just whack it. I'm hit, I'm leaning off my back foot. I'm trying to just hit it up as high as I can to hit it as far. My short game, my mid range game is terrible. I don't think I've played 18 though in forever. So my 102 is for like nine holes. So your 102 and 18 is not terrible. Like perspective, right? It's respectable. You know, I can go out with the boys and still. Yeah, just have a good time. Bros. Yep. Yep. Awesome. We got K did in the back though. Yeah, we got K, yeah. Yeah. Friend of the pod. <laughs> celebrity there. Yeah. So having fun there out there doing your thing. Um, so yeah, let's talk, let's talk major league debut. Like like that final moment, right? That was the final that happened for you. You got the call last year. I mean, we were we were doing everything we possibly could to get your name out there in some way or some fashion. So it was pretty exciting for that. That was I rushed home to make sure I was able to watch. So like, that was dope as hell. Like, <laughs> like for me and like having you friend of the pod, like that was cool as hell. So how, how did you get that call? What was that moment? Like, well, uh, manager in Albuquerque came in, does his little uh, speech and just let us all know that I was uh, going to the big leagues. It was a great moment. I was really excited. Oh. 
Oh, you're still, I can't hear you. You're talking. I can't hear you though. Oh, there you go. Yeah, did you guys hear that again? There you go. Yeah. So, yeah, manager. So I, was, I was getting the phone call. So, yeah, manager okay. comes in. Uh, he lets us know. He does a little story, trying to like make a little joke. Serban was, Brian Serban was in AAA at the time. He had a concussion the week before. He was also getting called back up. So, he goes, Oh, serve. Uh, you're going to the big leagues, but uh, due to the concussion, we're going to have Coco go along with you to help you along the way. <laughs> so that's kind of how the news was broke. And then, yeah, 6 a.m. flight next morning, I think, 5 or 6, and right onto the field. Who was the first person you called? Um, was it your mom? Or Great question. Great Who was question. the first person? Parents, uh, parents, parents like, then yeah. coaches that uh, have been close to me throughout the years, some other family members too. What what was your parents' reaction? Like, was, was Mama crying? My mom was at a concert, so she couldn't even hear me. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, so her call was a little a little funny. She didn't really couldn't phone. understand what I was saying. Mm-hmm. And then my dad was a a good one, you know, very emotional, emotional with both of them. Yeah, but my mom wasn't so emotional because she couldn't really hear what I was uh, saying. <laughs> she's probably telling whoever she's with, like Coco just called me, and I think it was cool news, but I, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll she be called me later. like 20, 30 minutes after yeah. realizing what happened. Oh, that's awesome! That, that's awesome. So then you show up in Denver, or yeah, it was Denver, and you get to the big league, the lockers, and all that. Like, what was kind of that first like uh, aha moment, so to speak? Uh, probably just going into Buddy's office and uh, getting in the, the welcome. And then, you know, when I got on that field, that was really uh, the big moment. Just looking out, seeing that I'm on, I'm on the big league field. Mm-hmm. Did you do the, the pregame lap, like to soak it in that we, we kind of hear some people do and are encouraged to do? Uh, took some ground balls before no one's in the stadium and then when I got out to pregame stretch is when I really started soaking it all in, looking around, mm-hmm. realizing that it was about to happen. Yeah. And then it happened. And you, you had quite a debut, like two for four, the home, the tying home run. Uh, I guess, what was that like? I just want to keep, I just want to keep reminiscing the, that moment for you. Like, it's like, I want to know. So like, yeah, you were what came up in the bottom of the eighth. You're down what four two or three, one or something. Three, one. And, and you just go yammo. Like what, what was that at bat? Like, were you looking for something? Did you, did you find one to groove it? Like, what was that? But yeah, just tell me about that moment, I guess. Uh, so I saw the scouting report and it was like upper nine, upper nineties, uh, fastball and then a slider. So I went in there first pitch thinking, all right, he's they've attacked me with fastballs both times. I'm going to try to get on one, especially because the guy throws 98, so I got to be ready. And he goes slider in the dirt, and I swing through it. So I just told myself, all right, I think he's going to go with that again. And he did, hung it, and I got the, <laughs> the wood on it. Did you know? I knew I hit it good. I knew it was it was probably a homer. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah i love that but you never know you never know and the first no. one you don't want to you don't want to like go out yeah. there and hit a pop-up yeah. Yeah, yeah i didn't i didn't get it like really really good but i knew i got enough where it'll it'll go especially in denver yeah yeah, yeah that's awesome yeah that's so cool 
And then, I mean, did you use the bathroom beforehand? <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> I uh, might have, but it's uh, now it's just sporadic. I was it, drinking too much water. So I came to that conclusion. I was trying to stay too hydrated, okay. which at times could also be bad for you because then you're peeing away nutrients and things like that. So I've been less on the water, so not as much uh, peeing before I bring it back, but it still comes. Especially <laughs> if I'm a little nervous, it'll it'll come out. Yeah, you still gotta still gotta handle your business a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, that was the first question I had. Like, I, I wonder, and it's so weird that I thought that, but <laughs> like, that's what that was the news you broke down uh, okay. last time. That was that was a fun little nugget there. It's it's fun. Um, so we just got a question on Instagram Live. There, I want to ask you who's your favorite player in the locker room, or maybe like your the glue guy that you kind of find yourself connecting to. From Alec, Alec asked that question. Thank you, Alec, for that question. But like he was kind of your kind of go-to guy, so to speak. Not to throw anybody else under the bus, but we all kind of have that. I get along with a lot of guys. So that's a really tough question for me. Uh, I usually – McMahon's got a lot of experience. He's a great guy, good guy to talk to, great teammate. So I, I go to him a lot for to kind of see how he's going about things and kind of file mm-hmm. – following his steps and as a way that he is a professional and a teammate and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, probably a good person to follow. I I, I, sh- I should give you an out. You should have <laughs> auntie Stovall. Like I know I understand you guys have been uh, roommates and big, big Papa Stovey says, what's up. He, he wanted to make sure he saw you were on. He's, he wanted to yeah, make sure Hunter, Hunter, Hunter's my guy. We've been roommates for, for years throughout the minor leagues. It's, it's been awesome living with him. Yeah. He's, he's a solid dude. Um, who's the call- funniest guy in the locker room? Yeah, there's a good question. Right away, like <laughs> funniest guy. I, I, I like Gavin Hollowell a lot. He he makes me laugh. I do like Gavin uh, when it comes to the comedy. But there's there's a lot of funny guys. There's different types of. Some guys got the dry humor. Some guys, you know, different types. So it depends what what you're into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gavin just looks like a tall clown, like in the best way, like it just like not an actual clown, but like he looks like a guy that's going to be clowning. That's he what brings, I mean. Yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's a fun guy to hang around. He's yeah. a good guy. If you want to be light and having fun, joking around, Gavin's Gavin's one of the guys to be around. Yeah, I think and there's also something like that's part of, I think, the armbar and genetic, too. Yeah. Like if you're you got to have a little bit of a screw loose if you're out there <laughs> in the again, in the best way, Gavin, if you're listening, <laughs> uh, Colin Swigman says, go, go. What up, Colin? Um, up, so Colin? so you went back down to AAA. You hung out in, with in Albuquerque for a little bit. What was kind of the game plan? So you got that. What are you working on when you're back in Albuquerque? We're working with uh, Coach Pacheco, so to speak. Like, what was kind of the goal at the end of last year once you got that taste? Uh, just really just trying to work on the strikeout rate. That's always been a something that I've worked on throughout the years and was chasing a little bit in my stint in the bigs. So I tried to really focus on getting balls in the zone again. But uh, mainly the thing that I always really work on is that strikeout rate, which leads to more balls in play, more hits, things like that. Just uh, so basically to work on that strikeout rate, a lot of not swinging at bad pitches and putting ball, more balls in play that are in the zone. Mm-hmm. So sometimes getting a little aggressive when I do need to and holding it back when I need to hold it back. Yeah. Picking, picking and choosing kind of when to do what you need to. Exactly. Right? Yeah, exactly. 
I mean, last time we talked, you were talking about like eliminating part of the zone or like, this is where I struggled with this pitch and this spot at that time. Is that still kind of part of your routines? That's still something that you constantly look at to kind of, you know, take that next step forward. Yeah. I kind of, uh, over the last two years, I've kind of really got a good idea of where I do my damage. So it's about just trying to get pitchers into that area and then, not helping them out when they make good pitches is sometimes you got to tip your cap, but yeah, just trying to expand that, that zone. I have that hot zone, try to make it bigger, more throughout the zone so I could hit more balls hard. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And trying to do that. So obviously you're working on that in this off season, your glove work is absolutely insane. I love watching you play up the middle. Like I still think you're top one, top two, second baseman in, in the, in the whole system. And, and I don't, and yeah, I just, I think you are. What's kind of the stuff you do to kind of keep that skill good? Like what are some drills that I should be doing with my six-year-old real quick to make him the next kind of gold glove Coco, so to speak? So just create a routine, just getting out there often, you know, like have your routine, take your ground balls and then make sure you're always doing the throws to first. At times a lot of guys, uh, Really like to just take ground balls, but uh, 75% of errors, I think, is the number comes from throwing. So oh, wow. throw the ball. Practice throwing the ball to first base. Practice throwing the ball from different angles because sometimes that ball is going to get you in a different spot that you're not used to. So don't just take regular little routine ground balls. Do that, but also work on work on the hard stuff so that, that makes it easier when it happens in the game do everything a hundred percent like practice I was listening to a podcast earlier today. I was like, practice is practice, but good practice is good practice. Like actually doing everything a hundred percent, doing the best that you possibly can and all that. Yeah. Shape, uh, Warren Schaefer's really drilled that into me over the last couple of years, the way he does the ground balls. It's, it's tough. He's rocketing them at us, but it makes it a lot easier when we get in that game and that rocket does come. It's, second nature sometimes because we've seen it every day mm-hmm. pregame with shave yeah <laughs> he just goes balls to the wall like on at the pregame yeah he's he's uh full of energy shape is awesome awesome coach i love being around with him and playing for him it's hard to not bring your energy to the field that day when you see him he's usually the one of the most energetic guys every day in the locker room it's almost infectious right yes it is yeah, like when you're walking into it and you feel just that's the energy as opposed to a different kind, like you want to mm-hmm. do a little bit more. Yeah, there's so much to that, like in almost any aspect, whatever profession, wherever you go. And like I see it all the time when my daytime job, like, job, like what you bring is what they're going to bring. And being that guy is it's super important. Love that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right. Winter Ball League. How, how much fun was that? Uh, it was awesome. Yeah, I was in the DR for about a month and a half. Played about 26 games, I think, uh, with the Aguilas. It was great. Had a great time. Got to really work on things that uh, I wanted to work on. And I think it's going to make me a better player. Yeah, you did pretty well down there. I saw an OPS of around 800. You were with uh, Montero. I saw Restituyo. Uh Bramer was down there. I think I'm missing a name, but you were... Down with some Rockies. Lamette. Lamette was down there. Yeah, Lamette. I think you helped him get did you help him get a dub that first game? Uh I think I so. Yeah. My first start actually was he was on the mound, so we yeah. got a dub that day. Yeah. So like you're down there with your buddies and 
I'm sure that kind of helped like just being comfortable with like people you recognize and stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And the energy down there is amazing. The fans, I was on one of the teams where there's a big rivalry between Aguilas and the Tigres. So when we would play those guys, it was, it was like game seven world series. Like every time it was, it was awesome. I loved it. I wanted to know if that was real. Like I see it and I'm like, there's, that's kind of fun. That's kind of cool, but there's no way like that's a hundred percent, a hundred percent of the time. And sure enough, it is. It's, I was there only the regular season, but whenever we played them in the regular season, it was nuts. And yeah. then I know when they start the playoffs, they say every stadium, every game is exactly like that. So I got to experience a little bit of it, but I would like to one day experience the full playoff over there. They do a round robin. Mm-hmm. So like four teams make it, you play the other three teams six times each, and then the top two at the end of the 18 games to make it to the finals. And they say those 18 games is insane. So I'm, I want to do that one year. <laughs> that would be fun. So you're signing up for again for next year? We'll see. See how this year goes. <laughs> However but, uh, that works out, right? I'm not, I'm not opposed to it. I've done winter ball two years in a row. I love baseball, so. Yeah. Have you ever been to the Dominican at all? Like, was that your first trip down there? I went on vacation with the family when I was a little kid, but that was about it. That was my first real experience. You know, I was basically living down there in the cities, normal. So it was, it was a fun time. It's great to experience life in, in different countries and baseball lets me do that. So it's awesome. So you, you play in the winter league, you play in spring training coming up. Like, what did you do for fun this off season? What did you do to, you know, take the top off and maybe go to the beach. Like, what'd you do? Uh, I golf a lot when I'm home with my friends, hang out, do things like that. A little fishing. Uh, I actually had my buddy's bachelor party in the Dominican Republic. So I went to that. And then from there, I ended up started playing. Then he ended up getting married in January. So I had that, but really just hang out with the family, the friends, play some golf and still training really Monday to Friday. So on the weekends, enjoy a little bit. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, you gotta you gotta see doing something outside of baseball. Like, as much as you love baseball, I'm sure it's kind of nice to get away from it a little bit. Like those three hours, maybe four hours, depending on while you're hidden on the course, <laughs> might it's just kind of a nice getaway. I'm sure. Yeah, you get away from it, but I can't get away from it for for too much. I get that. I get that itch. Mm-hmm. I like I like to play. I like being out there training and doing all that stuff. I love that. I love that. All right. Well, we'll let you get out of here uh, with one last question. Any chance you saw the spring training hats? Have you seen them? Uh, like there's yeah, like a batting, batting practice hat and a spring training hat, like the new ones. I don't know about the spring training. I think we use the same hat that they've given us already. So the ones that you see on social media, those should be the ones that uh, we're using in the games. The, uh, the all purple, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, th- I think you're going to have a new hat. I, th- I might be wrong. Mike might be able to fix oh, me. Sure. But I think the batting practice has uh, black pinstripes on the seams. It's all purple. I haven't seen that one. Mine is just all purple. All purple. Do you yeah, like it? Do you, do you like uh, the all purple? I like it with the, with the practice clothes, for sure, like when we're in all black and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it's going to look with the purple jersey, our purple spring training jersey. But purple I think it'll, it'll. I think it'll be cool. I kind of like it. I I prefer it over the all black. Yeah, the all black was kind of boring last year. Like it's like, yeah. eh, it's kind of, kind of. But 
like if you're going to be Rockies, like the Rocky purple all all out. Yeah. Like, I think you have to just lean into the purple. There's not enough of that. Mm-hmm. I will die on that hill. No doubt. <laughs> I, I enjoy the purple a lot. Yeah, we, we need to make that a thing. Um, but Coco, I appreciate you hanging out, coming back a few years later, talking. And obviously we, we're watching, we're rooting for you, doing everything we can to make people remember the name Coco. Coco Montez, not Coco Crisp, so to speak. <laughs> but thank you, man. I appreciate you. No, thank you, guys. I really appreciate uh, all the stuff you guys put out. So thank you. Glad that you guys had me back on again. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll make it happen again. Keep doing your thing and uh, go dominate, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank all right. you, guys. Appreciate no, it, man. All right. Uh, yeah, that was Coco Montes. <laughs> and that, that was cool. Cool as heck. I love it. Um, Brian, Andres, good luck, Coco. Absolutely. Like, if you're not rooting for Coco, I don't know if I trust you. Like, Are you a Rockies fan if you're not rooting for Coco? Right. Like, by now, you know who he is. You know, you know everything about him and yeah. if you're a coco hater you can just go be a fan of the padres yeah <laughs> like this ain't the pod for you <laughs> so absolutely love it spring training like pitchers and catchers tomorrow spring training is around the corner i know every time like we talk it feels like every week's like dude it's right around the corner dude it's right around the corner we're all super stoked and yet like it's literally tomorrow like we are zero days away pretty much before we're we see one sleep people away. doing thing and it's awesome it's so much fun yeah this is where we really get to see, like, we've seen all the videos of them driveline. We, we've been down in the Winter League. Now we really get to see, like, how much better these guys got. It's going to be awesome to see. Yeah, I'm stoked for it. And we actually get to watch them. <laughs> we get to see it. <laughs> Segway master. Let's go. We, we got Rockies TV confirmed. I don't pay for any subscriptions, so I don't know what uh, Patrick Saunders, who reported it this, this morning, put out there in his article um but there's a rockies tv i understand there is a 15 minute ish pregame post game after the game that we all get which is something brand new um i guess enlighten me mike be be my stat guy so to speak and tell me more tell me more yeah so if you're um if you're out of market this really doesn't affect you you're gonna be able to get mlb tv and then you're also gonna get it um if you're in market, you're kind of screwed. You're gonna have to pay for either the $99 one, only Rockies, which I think that one should come with like mental health too. If you're only watching the Rockies this year, <laughs> no. Um, but there's a way around this. The MLB PAA, the Players Alumni Association, $25 a month, not a month for the whole year, you get 50% off. So that price, that price will become a hundred, and so you're saving $75. You also get. 30% off on like MLB.com. You get a bunch of cool stuff with it. A lot of like, if you want to buy a Peloton bike, you get like 300 bucks off a Peloton bike. There's go to the website. I'm saving you guys money right now. There, what's, what's the website MLB. again? I'm going to put, I'm going to see if I can type this in the chat. MLBPAA.com. Well, it's out there. You said it and I typed it. So it's now on YouTube. If you oh, <laughs> don't know, MLBPAA.com. That's a bad link. me. But yep, yeah, it, type in MLB PAA, not the Players Association, the Alumni Association. The Alumni Association. So that double A is important there. Yeah, I saw that and I saw that in our group chat, right? And I was like, all right, this sounds good. I'm going to go check it out. And then I literally ch- checked my email because I had like two minutes and I got the email that your MLB TV subscription has renewed. However, if it's, I read the fine print, if you cancel it, 
like if you are in a me situation, if you cancel it before the first pay period, you don't get charged for anything and you can go do the MLB PAA and get that discount, get, add the Rockies, get that pretty much for free and support a good cause. Right. And with the extra benefits from it. So I think that's what I'm going to go do. I'm going to go try to beat the system. So that's a good call. And then also T-Mobile, T-Mobile, T-Mobile do you think so? Yeah, that's everybody's saying they are. But if you have T-Mobile check, you get it for free. Um, which I mean, you can't say no to free, um, free Rockies TV. Right. Right. So, oh, so the Rockies TV is with T-Mobile for free. Probably if you're in the Denver area. I think it's always been MLB TV for free. Okay. MLB TV. So you probably still have to pay for a Rocky subscription, Rocky TV subscription to go along with that. They're being stingy with the details. We're lucky we got this stuff today. But this right. is uh, this is really good. I'm not going to lie. This is really good. I'm out of market. Me and you both are out of market, so we're not going to have to worry about the extra pricing. But with like with the MLB PAA, I dropped the link in the chat. It's the right link. Yeah. Okay, there see we all go. the benefits. Good stuff. It should be more in the price range of like what you should expect for sports teams. See, look at look at us doing the dirty work for you. And also, there's uh, some information on our Twitter. Like, find our Twitter or tweet, our zeet, so to speak, you, out there. Hundredth follower, if you can follow right now. <laughs> yeah, if you already don't, even though it's probably like your mom and my mom listening, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> but we are your mom's favorite podcast. Don't forget that. Yeah. But uh, there's there's some cheats out there as well. Not that we're in, encouraging being in the system, but if you can get your Rockies for a little bit cheaper and you get all the minor league games with it too. I think that's, that's, that's the big thing, right? Like $40 she saved there. Cause that's normally 39 per year, 39.99. Yeah. And you get Spokane this year too. So there's an extra incentive. Right. Yeah. That's a huge thing too. So we get the, the extra Spokane. They were confirmed. I think it was Evan Lang who was as at Rockies fest confirmed that Spokane is going to have, televised games i don't think i've officially heard anything on the socials or anything and i i need to we need to get some contacts up there but <laughs> spokane is out there so you're seeing four affiliates four games six four teams for six days a week for 30 weeks whatever it is so you're getting right. a bunch of baseball and so yeah grant so you're saying i can cancel all cable and everything else only reason to turn on tv is to watch the boys play don't need netflix don't need anything and if this is the grant i think it is you got the two tv setup <laughs> big dog so you got you got the big league squad on the left and then you got the you, you can throw in hartford they're probably playing yep. at the same time you got, you got a laptop playing AAA, at the same time. Like, phone fresno like just know? set it up like i do yeah you got it <laughs> you got all of it <laughs> Dude, I got so many screens. I'm like trying to do all of it. it, but it's it's fun. Like go out there, watch the boys play, watch our friends play. Like dive into the minor leagues. It's so much fun. It's so ridiculous. And there is a segue there, but I'm gonna pause that segue. We got to bring you the prospect profile brought to you by Daily Controls Ad. We got to keep our one sponsor happy. So Daily Controls Ad, our prayer prospect profile. Go hit up our Instagram. You can see it on there. Uh, Daily Controls LLC is that industrial automation controls engineering company that is excited to provide and apply its 13 plus years of experience in the industrial automation and robotics industry. This services include, and again, stop me if you've heard of any of these, PLC programming, HMI design, vision inspection systems, robotics integration and programming, control panel design, system integration, and troubleshooting and support. So if that button doesn't blink, Call your boy, Daily Controls. He will come out to you to fix your button. Honestly, he'll, he'll go to Denver. He'll go to Hartford. You want to go to Spokane? 
I don't even know if they have buttons in Spokane. It's so far up there. <laughs> he will find that button if you lost it. Fresno, he's got your buttons. So reach out to our guy, dailycontrolsllc.com. Uh, Daily Controls, no, what is it? Info, info at dailycontrolsllc.com too. Send yes, the email. Sir. If none of those work, holler at your boys. We got you. Our, our DMs are always open, even if you don't need our boy daily. So we're going to bring in I the Isaiah Copay. Copet, I don't know, prospect for a profile. He didn't, he was drafted last year out of Ohio State, fourth rounder. What sets him apart that I'm really excited about, like actually seeing him pitch is the spin rate. Dude, yeah, he's like clocking like three, 3,200 spin rate. It's insane what he's able to do with the ball. And Tyler, our dog. His prospects one seven hundred and seventy. He has Isaiah at number twenty seven on it on his top one seventy list, which is pretty high for a 24, 23 drafty. Fastballs rated out of forty. Slider at sixty five. Curveball at sixty. Changeup at sixty. And the commands at fifty. This is a, from a fourth rounder. So I think this was that slot pay where we. I think we may have paid a little bit more for this guy where he might have taken less money elsewhere. Um, but Isaiah Cope, again, profile on Instagram or BlakeStreetBanter.com. Instagram, there's some highlights on there from a game versus Grand, Grand Canyon University. Like, you just see the ball move insane. I, I'm, like, low-key excited about this guy. Yeah. No, like, I know a lot of people, like, he's a bullpen guy, and it's a lot of people aren't going to get excited over that. But um, I don't know if you guys, like, I might actually just present it, the bullpen graph the, that was shown. Um, graphs you got graphs again i got more graphs so yeah. let's go um let's see if i can pull it up but essentially what it boils down to is we need these guys and i know it's tough to, i don't know if you guys can see where the rockies are that was last year um so bullpen was not great last year it was not consistent a lot of injuries it's really tough to sell a bullpen guy as just like this elite prospect but we need bullpen. We've seen the bullpen kill us in the past this guy has kind of all the tools you want to see in the bullpen he's going to come out there and really change the pace with the spin rate and i think yeah. like you don't you don't want to face this guy in the eighth or ninth inning especially like i mean if you're down by a couple of runs yeah it's yeah he adds that extra element it's just you see the arm barring guys like you said and it's never a bad thing to have too many good things right like we we saw it last year we need starting pitching our relievers we needed more relievers and we were calling all these guys to see what we can do to bring them up and who could sit stick with it and not get tired and not get lit up. And then you got Greg bird who barely made the 26 man roster opening day going 70 games. Like it's insane. So if you have this talent that you can just kind of bring up and down and like use that to your advantage, to figure out what you have. Absolutely. And yeah, Isaiah Kobe might be that guy. Yeah. Especially guys with like a tools that are, you can't like, you can't develop that tool overnight. And you no. see even now Daniel Bard got hurt yesterday. So it's like, you're going to need unlimited you're never gonna have enough bullpen guys no matter what yeah yeah and good good segue i love that like <laughs> i didn't even we didn't even put that on the rundown but let's go there uh daniel bard is out for literally just spring training but that means he's gonna be rehabbing and extended spring training maybe the acl add that to the rundown acl got different dates too uh but somebody's got to fill in. So right now it's looking like Justin Lawrence or Tyler Kinley are going to be fighting for the closing role, right? So what what happens there? But then you also have the the extra arm that could be coming in to play, right? So 
I guess maybe who do you kind of see filling in as the next guy up, so to speak, for the armbar with Bard going out? Yeah, I mean, we're going to have Kinley back, if I'm not wrong. Gilbreth might be back. Yeah, that, that's a big see, one. We, we even, we're going to see a lot of guys, I think, take more like roles. Like Victor Vodnik is a guy I, I cannot wait to see. Like He's got his numbers and doesn't don't look great, but he's got the talent. And I think if we give him X amount of innings, he will get X better, if that makes sense. Like it just If we throw more innings at it, he'll get better over time. That's just how baseball works. So I'm excited for Victor Vodnik. Absolutely. Yeah, it's... I think he's it's kind of his spot to do it. So right now, roster resource, Rockies resource, fan graphs, they have these guys in the pin. They have Justin Lawrence as the closer, Kinley as the s- setup man. Bird, Nick Mears, Jalen Beeks, I think who we all forget about as the minor league signing. No, he was he was he was he was signed a uh, major league contract. Gavin Hollowell, Ty Block, a non-roster invite, and then Anthony Molina, the rule five guy who has to be in the pin. Yeah. So they, it looks like they kind of slotted in Gal, Gavin Hollowell as that next guy up. Um, but you got, oh, where is it? Victor Vodnik, Riley Pint, Evan Justice all have 40-man roster. They all, they're, that notation, they're all kind of the next people up. Like you really can't go wrong with giving any of those guys a chance. I would love for them to lean into Riley Pint uh, just because I don't know if they gave him enough chance last year. And you, by now, like with his story and being in the system for as long as he is, I think you just kind of got to roll with it. And so let it, let the dog eat. Yeah, I feel like last year we had him what pitch one inning in a baseball, and he had a bad inning, and now his whole season was ruined. Like I feel like, look, we're not going to be a playoff team. Let's let's throw some darts, you know, Riley Pint, Victor Vodnik. Let's just start throwing them. Some they're going to hit. Some of them are going to hit. That's my. That's my theory with this Rockies team that we have so many, so many arms that we got these past couple of years that, I mean, some yeah. are going to hit. That's just natural in baseball. And you got to let them try to be that guy. And if, you, if you've been an avid listener, that's one thing that I have a gripe with buddy is he doesn't like let them, let the kids go out and do their thing and play the game, have their ups and downs. Like we saw it with Tovar, but I don't know if that was buddy's, decision and that's me projecting out there but it doesn't Tomer's feel like yeah. it doesn't feel like a buddy choice uh brenton doyle like he was next up and like he's going to be out there 100 of the time which is what it should be right but like we saw them yo-yoing with eularis we saw him yo-yoing with tolia we saw him like you have no idea who's going Montero, where who's doing what. Like, a lot it's, of these position players and so right. what are we doing with that you see a little bit with carl and noah from the pitching prospect the arm barn was a hot mess like with the number of the seven eight guys coming in there so just let it ride buddy let it ride please we're gonna have dolander later in the year too like you predict so i mean right it's gonna be great at the end of the year we're gonna have all these guys developing and getting better Dolander's gonna come and, and no bust whatsoever they're all gonna pan out the way they're supposed to and they're gonna just do what they need to and do every everything they need to that i predicted so yeah, let it happen, <laughs> please. But we'll see. Buddy Black is going to be Buddy Black, and that's yeah, fine. the odds at the bullpen stays remotely healthy this year are zero. Like the bullpen, they get injured. Sometimes it's a two week thing. Sometimes it's a season yeah. thing. In baseball, it happens, especially in the bullpen. We're throwing a hundred, or your spin rate is so high. I mean, these guys are doing things that shouldn't really be humanly possible. So and they're going to get hurt. Right. It is absolutely asinine if you're thinking your entire pitching staff isn't going to get hurt. 
yeah. the entire season. Like it's bound to happen, whether it's a two week thing or a one one month thing. Like it's gonna happen. So having these guys that are capable and letting them try to be capable and going up the ups and downs and stuff, like let them do it. So Daniel Bar's out, and we are you're going completely on record right now that who's going in for Bard? Yeah, I'm gonna go Vodnik. You're going Vodnik. I'm going Pint. Okay. It's probably going to be Evan Justice. I like Pine a lot. I think Pine's story, if he ends yeah. up turning it around, would be like one of the best stories in baseball. So, like, mm-hmm. it's it's tough not to root for that guy. I mean, we're rooting for everybody, but it's tough not to root for that guy, number one. Right. Like, you're retired and you're doing your thing. You came back and you got that taste. And, like, so go back and get that taste again. So, all right. You heard it here first. <laughs> Mike is predicting that Vodnik's in. I'm predicting that Pint's in. And the rest of you are probably predicting somebody that actually makes sense. But you're not on the pod, so you don't get a, you don't get your voice. So um what so let's let's talk some prospects, right? Like we talked a little bit about it and we'll come back to what is that thing? What's that thing I wanted to talk about? <laughs> said hey don't add that to the rundown but i forgot oh the acl we'll come back to the AC, acl thing at at the end here we'll get our our ducks in a row for that as we go but i think this is a fun little exercise that was on the rundown that you were kind of excited about uh guys ranked in the 20 to 30 in our system as as of the end of 2023 um who do we kind of predict to be that next big time prospect right you, you think about it I, Tovar was that guy guy at one point in 2020. He was our 29th prospect as like a 15 year old. Amador was our 23rd ranked player before last year. So we have some guys 20 to 30 in the MLB.com. That's the only one we trust. If you can go listen to our last pod and see our feelings about the rest of them. Uh, I'm going to give the quick list real quick kind of pick one and why is he the next doc? And I think I know where you're going with it, but now I say that, I think you're going to pick something else. So we're going to see where that goes. Number 20, Ryan Ritter, number 21, Palmquist, Molina, Albright, Jake Madden at 24, Vodnik, 25, Copay, Kyle Karos, Aaron Schunk, Kay Denton at 29 and Jaden Hill at 30. Who's your dog? Yeah, um, I think I'm gonna go Kyle Karos. You know, that might be a little Ooh, bit of not where guys. I thought you were going with that. Yeah, you think was... I was going Ritter. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I was. <laughs> what you thought I wasn't thinking that? <laughs> yeah, well, I had to. I had to change it up a little bit. But yeah, I mean, I talk about Ritter all the time. So let's talk about Karos. This is a. I mean, I I kind of love when dudes have like a family affair with baseball. We talk about Coco, and then Kyle Karos too. His dad played in. I think that will be for like forever, and then his brother played. So, like, mm-hmm. he has that mentor to look up to. Like, he has, like, the stepping stone almost. Like, the the formula oh, to that, become that this great player. Is that you? Is that your home? Is that my home? It's my garage. But okay. It's gonna, <laughs> freaking me out. Yeah. Right, three, <laughs> two, one. Okay. <laughs> and we're not cutting that out. You're welcome. Sorry if you freaked <laughs> out like I did. Okay. <laughs> I should Pedigree. Pedigree. Caros. <laughs> Pedigree. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this, he's, he's got a great arm. He can hit. I think last year he came on the scene immediately and hit with 728 OPS, 36 games. I'm just reading off of his stat line here. But, I mean, I think he was like – I mean, look, the MLB.com has become very good at not letting these 17-year-olds be in the back end of the 30. <laughs> Garage is closing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they've done very good. 
very good with not letting these um like like five years ago you would have like amador guys or tovar guys at like 30 and you're like these guys are going to end up becoming really good players so they've done really good at kind of balancing international so if you look at our top 30 they've completely got rid of teenagers in the 20 to 30 range so mm-hmm. it's become a lot tougher to project these guys because we're naturally getting better at projecting these young guys. Yeah, that's very valid too. And so the Kyle Karos, the pedigree is kind of your your reasoning there. Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with a guy who has been living baseball his whole life. Yeah, I was listening to somebody, and it was the Jackson Holiday. Like nothing is going to phase him. Like he. Yeah he literally grew up in the clubhouse. And so you ask him to go be the face of the franchise and talk to the media. Like, yeah, he can do that because he's been around it. So I a hundred percent agree. Like been there, done that. Like he's already been there, done that. And he doesn't even need to be there and do that. So to speak. So completely agree with that. I like that pick. Definitely thought you're going Ritter um, for obvious reasons, but my guy, I'm it might be kind of a dark horse, but I love me a good, big strikeout lefty and I'm going Carson Palmquist. It's just the, the fastball is there. The slider is insane. The, the way it's coming at you, the delivery, like how he's consistent with that delivery is super insane command. We can, we, we can work on that a little bit, but just the, the strikeout ability, like even if you're not that number three, number four, number five starter, there's, there's a setup role. There's a closing role for a Carson Palmquist like, and that's, that makes me excited. I feel like you're frozen. Oh, um, commands at 45. He got the call up to Hartford last year, seven innings in his first start, eight strikeouts going with that. Only, only four hits allowed zero runs in that double a debut, which is unheard of. Maybe he just didn't know any better that double a was supposed to be hard. It was the next, the next outing wasn't so great for him, but, he still struck out nine in his third outing with seven, like six, six innings struck out five, one run. So even at the tail end of the season, September, late August, Carson Ponquest is doing his thing. So I'm big on Joe rock. I'm big on Michael Porsche, but I think Carson Ponquist might be my, my top favorite lefty. I was going to say, it's really tough to look at, like to not fall in love with left-handed pitchers, especially when like, we have so many righties. So right. like I, I 100% agree. I think Palm Chris is – I think – I mean, I like his his floor, I think, is already so great because I think he can That's go it. if we really need him to. Yeah, so. I think Tyler has his floor. Where's his future value? Um, floor is at 35. His ceiling's at 55. So yeah. projecting probably about a four starter from Tyler's thing, 2022 round three draft pick. So sounds about right. And that would be completely okay. Like – we need eight. three and four starters. <laughs> like team's regular number four starter would have started. What would have been our ace last year? Right. Like so halfway through the year. So there you throw go. in all the talent, do all that stuff. So I think Kyle, Kyle Carroll's uh, Grant Grant says Kate Denton, which yeah. absolutely friend of the pod, like get Kate up there. Kind of curious. I don't think we've talked to him since he was trying to figure out if he was going to reliever or starter, which is insane, but. Michael Prosecki went reliever to starter last year and pitched 110 innings. And he said it was like light work. And I'm paraphrasing that. Yes. I just kind of gave you a brief a, a preview, so to speak of a banter session coming up in a few, few weeks. Uh, so why can't Cade do it? But you were just the reliever of the year of all NCAA. So why would you want to be a starter? But so Cade, if you're still listening, you want to give us a little nugget, 
go ahead and type <laughs> that in there. Or if you go back and listen to this, Cade, our DMs are open. Uh, and maybe Cade, shoot, let's just get Cade on next time. Maybe maybe we get Cade on soon and he can drop it in for us. But it's, it's, it's again, it's exciting that there's this talent to even talk about. Like, that's why Keith Law stuff was so aggravating and you got to respect the baseball America and the MLB.com guys. Cause this entire team putting all this together, not just one guy looking at thousands of prospects. That's Talking just to imaginary scouts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. We, <laughs> like, we, can't, we can't, we can't open that can of worms again. It's no. too frustrating, but there's, I love, okay. I love Keith Law though. I think he loves, yeah. he does great stuff. But... Yeah, absolutely. Like, I do, yeah. I love that's his one thing. Um, yeah. Amador's still elite. There is a blog yeah. about it. Uh, BlakeStreetBanter.com. Go check it out. Yes, plugging it. We have a website, guys. Uh, so it's just good. Like there's and there's such a variety of talent, right? Like you're ending your top thirty with Jaden Hill. Like <laughs> that's a good thing. Yeah, Jaden Hill will be at spring training tomorrow, so we'll see if he stays healthy. He will be. I mean, that guy has so much talent. I mean. It just I think we've, 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 we've talked about him a lot lately because it's kind of like crept up on our mind. Like this guy, if he stays healthy this year, let's knock on knock on wood. But if he stays healthy, he'll be yeah, bullpen guy. Absolutely. And so hoping that that pans out there, that he's going to be one I will be watching closely throughout the, throughout the season. Um, all right. Five years from now. So what is that? 2029 which is Ooh. insane um, we have an actual job <laughs> yeah hopefully, hopefully this is full-time that would be cool yeah. <laughs> somebody want to hire us yeah have that <laughs> right maybe maybe put that back on right now for this segment you could be the sponsor of this segment <laughs> uh five years from now what does the ideal rotation look like so I, I'm going to be honest. I don't know what contracts look like. I don't know when they stop. I don't know when they end. I, I'm seeing some of your notes on here. I might get on there like your kind of your dark horse on that. But we see it so often, like everything changes in five years. Like it is very rare that one guy is on the team beyond five years, especially a starting pitcher. Like we are lucky that we have Herman and Freeland and Cinda. I really like we are lucky and they have it figured out enough to be good and exciting. and give you a chance to win with that said with what's in our system or what could be in our system. How are you predicting our five in five years? This yeah. So let's see. I, yeah. So I got Dolander as the one, I mean, we've talked about Dolander for like hours. I feels like, like if he didn't have, if Paul Skeens doesn't have like this amazing year, he's the best pitcher in that draft class. Got him at yeah. nine. What a steal. And then I have the two either being Herman or Freeland, one of the two. I don't know who stays, who leaves. I'm assuming Freeland will stay. He loves the city, loves Colorado. I mean, you saw him just smashing beers at the app. <laughs> that night. was fun. That he was loves fun. it here. Herman does too. Herman has mastered it. But I think Freeland, I think Freeland's contract's longer too. It's like just naturally. He'll, he'll just right. I think here. so too. Yeah. No. Shout out Freeland. <laughs> yeah. And then Gabriel Hughes. Um, he's my guy heading into the end of the season. I really am just excited. Like, why are we not talking about Gabriel Hughes? Like, it's the TJ. Like, we need it's the TJ. That's why. <laughs> that's why. Like last season, he was our Chase Dolander. Like it, you said, last season he will be starting in the MLB at the end of the year, and like TJ got him. Yeah. But I still think he's got all the talent in the world. I mean, he put some good outings together. His numbers don't look great, but we saw the talent. 
Dude, um, what he was doing, like, the, let's give Hughes a spot. Like, what he was doing last year in Spokane, like, it was very up and down, but it was never like the stat line isn't what the pitching was. He had like some bad luck. He'd like put maybe get one or two hits and like he'd give up something and then there'd be a bad, bad luck hit or something in the gap or something would fall five feet in front of somebody. And it was just kind of bad luck that just kind of piled on. Not saying all the outings for that, but like you take like literally 15 pitches out of every start. Shoot. Six pitches out of every start that Hughes had last year. His ERA is not five or six. It's a two or three. Like, yeah. It it was very, very small samples that just blew everything up. I would rather a guy have the up and downs with the high being the highest of highs than yeah, like a guy just insane. average all year. You know, yeah. I'd rather them have show the potential to be an elite player. And we saw that last year, which like that's what we're gonna build off of going into this season, especially after TJ. Hopefully it's better. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um four, I got Sullivan. I mean have you Sean guys seen Sullivan, this okay. Look yeah, at that was the other lefty I was trying to think of earlier. Yeah, Sean Sullivan. Yeah. Yep. Pull up his stats. He, if he continues this pace, <laughs> he'll be the best Rockies pit, pitcher ever. No, but in seriousness, he's got <laughs> yeah, in that in that four inning, <laughs> twelve out, twelve batters face, ten strikeouts. <laughs> yeah, it's just insane he's, stuff. Absolutely, you're right. <laughs> he's got um great strikeout stuff. He can kind of. If you have bases loaded, no outs, I have a lot of confidence he'll get out and strike out three guys. And Herman kind of has that same thing to him where it's like, I got a lot of confidence in this guy to get out of a jam. And mm-hmm. I think that's just as important as just not letting up hits. If you let if you let up a hit, you got to work out of it somehow. And I think he has the strikeout ability that I look for in the minor leagues. That I mean, you can't really teach that. Like, no, it's it, it kind of it's rare that the stuff that he has. Yep. And then rounding it out might be – I'm not big on college prospects, but, I'll, I mean, I know Wake Forest produces players like – I don't know, like it's nothing, like these yeah. guys. But I have their Josh, – Josh Hartle. He's a left-handed pitcher, so love that. And he also has a great fastball and slider combination. I mean, if that doesn't play at cores, like what will? Like that's <laughs> perfect for cores. Like he sounds like made in a lab for cores. Cores. Yeah. We pick out three. He's like tw- – 15th to 20th on the draft board so i don't know if we want to go under slot or maybe we go yeah. over slot with like the 33rd yeah. pick we have he'll the rockies will go under slot first pick and i think that a lot of people need to keep that in mind as we prepare for this college season yeah. that's just what they do like every person they've drafted last few years have been under slot like that's the thing they do so like we want what chase burns right he's the other wake forest cat uh a lot of people are saying chase burns give me that 100 yeah absolutely sounds fantastic but if he has this breakout season like he's gonna he might go one two or he's gonna be too expensive so hartle could be in the nicest way possible the poor man's chase burns and that's completely okay hey i would love to be the poor man (laughs) yeah absolutely that's a great poor man to be (laughs) yeah right like (laughs) yeah imagine that contract that signing bonus can be insane yeah so yeah I don't I don't know what to say about your list. I think it's good. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, like it's I tough. you can't say anything. There's nothing to say. It's five years from now. We, exactly. We yeah. Somebody's gonna like, clip this. Hopefully we're around in five years and somebody <laughs> clips this and says, Mike, you're an idiot. But or Mike, you're you're a genius. You want a job. I can promise you ninety five percent of my takes are wrong. So like we can, this we'll whole end up being yeah. <laughs> But I do, I do agree. Like there are a huge, a lot of upside in Dollander and Hughes. I think 
I think both of them have the capability of being a one-two guy. Absolutely. And I think Hughes has the arsenal to be that guy that's going to fit Dollander. There's just something about his makeup. I can't wait to see him pitch like this year, see what he was tweaking on. Like how did he go from really good to 2022 kind of rough 2023 in the college? And then like, what have the Rockies done to bring him back to that 22 setting? I'm really excited about that. Like that talent's there. It's insane. Uh, Sean Sullivan, dark horse. Again, we saw him 12 batters, 12 outs or whatever. Um, It'll be interesting. I'm going to, I'm going to agree with your Dollander Hughes Freeman. One of Freeman or Herman, just because you you do need an old head in the rotation in five years. Um, So I'm looking at the Rockies resource. Gomber's there too. Yeah. I five years. Like I, I want to say Noah Davis, yeah. uh, but he's think, 27 yeah. in five years. He's gonna be 32, so might that's, might be a thing. That's funny. Uh, I think we're gonna go dark horse. No, Carson Palmquist. Palmquist is gonna be my Sean Sullivan. I think yeah. you need that big lefty. I think Joe Rock is going to just be lights out and go somewhere else and get a contract and just get paid somewhere else. So that's why I'm not choosing him. Um, yeah, Carson Paul Quest, this is bad radio, and then let's go Jordan Vargas. Jordy Vargas is going yeah. to be that's Tyler's guy right there, yeah. Tyler loves that guy, so I mean, coming from CJ, too, like between him, Cox, and Hughes, and like the, the pitching talent is going to be there. So, Jordy Vargas, I th- we can't forget about Jordy Vargas either. We talk about Hughes, how we forget about Hughes, how, how come we don't talk about Jordy Vargas as well. If we were talking, if next season, let's say like Valentine's Day next year, if we're talking about Jordy Vargas as like a top five prospect, I would not be surprised whatsoever. No. Like imagine if he just falls out the second half of the season. Like when he comes back and like that August and September just go ham. Like absolutely. Yeah. It could happen. It could. Uh, yeah. He has all the makeup for it. And like he's what, 20 years old? Yeah. Brian, there is some huge bats in the next draft too. I, I think so. I, I don't know. I know that Wake Forest has a few bats with it. I, I'm i I'm trying a new show, Two Fools Talk College well, Baseball. Nebraska's got a guy, apparently. Yeah. Right. Nebraska has a dog. Um, Notre Dame doesn't. ECU's got some people. So if you if you need some college baseball from Two Fools, tune into our YouTube only. We're not going to put that in your ears. Like, you don't need that podcast. But, uh, yeah, there's some huge bats going around. And I'm trying to get into it. I'm trying to be as much of a poor man's Tyler as I possibly could be. Uh, but yeah, it's, I'm excited for the draft and the fact that we picked three and 33rd, like there's a reason to be watching and you know, our dude Tyler is going to just dominate that coverage. Like yeah, Tyler's draft day coverage will be the greatest draft day coverage. Absolutely. In, on Twitter. Like, absolutely. I guarantee you that. Like <laughs> not, not even Rocky stuff. Like all of the other teams should be coming yeah. to Tyler for it. And like, he covers it better than anybody else in the Rockies media. Like, that is a shot at everybody. Like, I really do believe he is the best at what it is. So you could DM Tyler, a random player on a random team. He'll just give you a, an article about him. Just right, <laughs> right there in the DM. I promise you that. Like, <laughs> yep. And he would be up for it too. So reach out. BSB DMs are open. <laughs> um, And you got Nick in the background doing his thing. Like you asked Nick, who is the best player on the 12th worst team in the Mac? And he's like, He'll give you that name real Akron quick. Zips, man. <laughs> right? Yeah, go Akron. Zip de doo Um, and then new man Luke. Luke is a 
I guess he's a draft prospect. Go look at go follow Luke uh, underscore W31. He wrote a a blog for us uh, about some five breakout prospects, but he's got his Twitter is some college stuff too. So go check him, him out. So we do cover it. Dumb, check yeah. out those people because you will feel really dumb about college baseball. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's why, that's why I'm not going to try to pretend <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. Like I am literally a fool trying to figure it out. So go get your draft coverage. Like it, you're, you're going to get it. And again, we we're here for the banter. So, Holler at your boys. We we want that interaction. We love that interaction. It's what we feed for, off of. So find us. Do that thing. Um, so we have two parts here. We're about an hour. I don't know where I want to go with this. I think we can make that first one. Let's do promos first. And then let's end it with our, our dogs. Okay. So again, you did the research. Thank you for that, Mike. Like this would not be <laughs> what it is tonight without you. So I do appreciate you for that. It's, it's been a week. So promo schedules have been out. Um, no, you take the lead on this. Tell me about yeah. the promo schedules. We all love minor league promos. And I tried to um, separate the ones that I've never seen before. So I'm going to go ahead and just start shooting them out at you guys. Hartford has a lot of them. So yeah, they, start- they're fantastic. I'm going to try to get somebody on from there and it's like, come and yeah. come and talk to us about the promos. We'll Maybe see we'll win their t-shirt design. <laughs> Hopefully there's no other <laughs> submissions. And if you are in the Connecticut area, in the Hartford area, yeah. uh, what is it? hundred mile radius. Yeah. And like, I don't you know, think there's another submission. I, <laughs> <laughs> like, if you want to be BSB's representative, our DMs are open. The details, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. So yeah, Hartford Yargos released their um, promotional nights. Uh, the first one I saw, Artificial Intelligence Night. Kind of scary that we've gotten there, that now it's like a whole night for baseball, but I'm excited. We got Anime Night, if that floats your boat. Margaritaville Night, rest in peace Jimmy Buffett. But mm-hmm. oh, that's going to be a fun time, you know? My yeah. mom would love to go to that, that one. <laughs> <laughs> Dairy Day, which just makes my stomach hurt. It's uh, to celebrate Connecticut dairy farmers. So there you go. Dunkin' Donuts Park. So I'm sure they use a lot of those products. Pajama party night. Oh, I mean, my kids who's not up for some pajamas and baseball? Like, that sounds like fun all along. Especially, I mean, it's probably not going to be that warm in Hartford. And then you got Princesses and Pirates night. Never seen that one before, but should be fun, especially with the kids. Yep. Um, down to Albuquerque, we have baseball card night. Uh, that's great. They also do the mariachis like every other Saturday home game or Sunday home yeah, game. There's like seven of them this year. That looks like a blast every single time. Like they, they get all. It's <laughs> that looks sweet. Yeah, they got great uniforms. Great uniforms. Like I'm, I'm about to buy one actually. Yeah, the mariachis. That that's fun. Yeah, really great. And then they also every single league, if I'm not wrong, they're doing the Marvel um stuff yeah. like they did just, last year. And the also diamonds. Doing, yep. I know Hartford's doing like the weird food stuff. They're like cheeseburgers versus chicken tenders for like their July 30th game or something. Okay. So yeah, you get the cheeseburger uniform. Spokane, they got, I just saw one dinosaur night. That should be fun. Oh, I mean, yeah. are we going to see the Rockies mascot there? Are we think you're going to be there? Like, <laughs> I mean, I feel like he's got to make an introduction there. If they haven't made that connection right now, hopefully somebody yeah. in the front office is listening and can make that happen because that would be sick. There you go. And then the one that I'm legitimately thinking about going to the game for, it's Fresno Grizzlies. I don't know if you guys <laughs> watch the TV show Parks and Rec, but my favorite TV show ever, they have Parks and Rec Night with Jim O'Hare, who played Jerry. If you guys remember Jerry and Parks and Rec, it's hilarious. But, or Larry um, or Barry or <laughs> yeah, any Jerry other Larry. names that he is. <laughs> yeah. 
there. Yeah. There you go. So a lot of fun stuff. I'm sure the Rockies will release there soon. But even if you guys look at this, there, I might not have said a lot. There's a lot of $1 hot dog nights. Uh, there's a lot of like bring your dog to the park night. There's a lot of that stuff. There's a lot of stuff historically. Uh, you see like you see like Jackie Robinson Day. Every mm-hmm. I try to stay away from nights that every single team has like that. So, but there there it's like every other game there's something given out or something to celebrate. So that's awesome. Go to your local minor league team and support them. Yes, absolutely. Like college baseball or minor league baseball is so much fun. Like if you aren't what in the minors, you should be. Like. I have more fun at minor league baseball games than I think I do major league games because it's just a, it's a vibe and it's perfect. Oh, why can't this open? I was trying to do something. The stadiums like never seem empty because they're not that big, but there's a couple thousand people it makes it seem like a party. I mean, can't right. go wrong. And yeah, and, and there's an entertainment. There's always something to do, something to watch. It's it's awesome. So yeah, I are they? I don't know if you saw it. You might have. Are is Hartford bringing about pickle night? I think that they have to. I mean, you know what? Real quick. That was a huge hit. Yeah, maybe you can find that where I'm trying to do my thing too. Okay. Uh, that was a huge hit. That was that hat is absolutely insane. Again, the pickle night thing promo was Hartford. I think Hartford specifically had a law back in the day that it's not a pickle if it doesn't bounce like a foot in the air. That's the only way it's a pickle. And so crazy ass law. And so they have a hat with a pickle on a pogo stick that was. Awesome. I think it won promo of the year of the MILB uh, awards. So whatever Hartford's doing is fantastic. I, we have Jess Dooley is the voice out there with uh, Lavallo. Yeah. I think he's part of the media relations team. He has been on the pod. He had his, he had his major league debut last night or last year. He had to call a game, got to call a game in Boston because some of the guys yeah. from Colorado couldn't make it. So yeah, the Hartford guys are great. Sometimes if, if I'm at work and they're playing, I'll, I'll throw an earbud in and oh, listen yeah. to the radio. They're yeah, really good. I love their stuff. So check out Hartford. But did you see did you see a pickle night? Didn't, but it's okay. You know, maybe yeah. it might be better that it's a one off, right? Yeah. Well, I did look it up. The one of their articles said it was like one night only. Pickle. Yeah. I mean, let's It'd just name, rename the team. <laughs> just it's, go a, all in. it's a good no. um I'm gonna miss it for sure. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's a good time. So Check out the minor leagues if you're in the areas. Go go check it out. And if you are going to uh, Fresno Park and Rec, go find go find our boy Mike out there. Um, I'm sure Stephen and Johnny will hook us up with some fun stuff there. Uh, all right, so call it now. So, who is your dude heading into the season? So we already have our hot take. Like, who's our next next big time prospect? Uh, we already predicted the top five rotation in five years. Who is that dude? I guess so. Who was the dude last year? Nolan Jones, right? Like yeah. we're saying, Nolan Jones is that dude, right? So it can't be Nolan Jones again. Going to take that out there. Who is the dude heading into the season that we have to go with? I mean, there's a lot of names you could choose from. I'm a big Beck guy. I think Beck could make his major league debut and hit some bombs and cores. Okay, but- oh, no, let me preface that. I, so you got me off. I was thinking major league. Are we talking minor leagues or major leagues? I mean, I'm assuming Beck will make his major league debut at the back okay, end. Okay, so, so we, yeah, so just okay. System. Are you saying the system? Yeah, I'll do the system. Um, there's not many. Is there? Do we have any rookies starting straight away? Like, no, maybe, time, maybe, maybe your monster player. He's gonna be That's fighting true. for. Yeah, he's gonna be fighting for that right field spot. Um, 
I think Tolia and Montero lost rookie status. Maybe an L starting pitcher. Lambert is kind of slotted in. Noah Davis, maybe, but I don't think we really have a rookie. Yeah. We don't have a Tobar that like is starting. We're gonna need someone to come up and but, like really make a big, big scene out of it. Like we kind of saw a Tobar two years ago. Yeah. yeah. But uh, no, I like I like Beck. Like I think you said Beck might be in AAA or someone said that. Um, I think he's slotted to start at AAA. Yeah. It kind of looks and like he'll be there. That him in AAA, that ball will not stay in the yard. I promise you that. So I think he'll get caught up. Injuries happen. I'm yeah. excited to see Beck. Beck has, I think I, I said last week on the Rockies now pod, I said he has screw you power. Like he yeah. has power that will just end a game. And I'm excited for that. I mean, you, I, I dropped a highlight on the, there was a, a tweet that I was like, if Rockies players were stocks, who would you buy? Oh yeah. And, yeah, said Beck, and I dropped a Jordan Beck clip and <laughs> it was the Tennessee game against Notre Dame. Look it up. It's probably the coolest baseball clip ever. So yeah, <laughs> glad we have he, that guy on our team. <laughs> yeah, he's he's built different. He has a little different swag about him too. I like yeah. that pick because I mean we kind of had the breakout last year between Beck and Yank Yank Yale in the system. Um, I like I want to go pitcher. I just love starting pitching. I'm gonna go Connor Stain. I think he. I mean he's not gonna make a debut, and maybe I need to pick somebody else for that. I mean, Dugan Darnell is my guy. So that boom. All right. So Dugan Darnell is my guy. That's going to my dude heading into the season. I, for every obvious reasons, go, go to last, listen last week and all the other pods that we've had with him. Love that man. Uh, he would be my dude getting that debut and like literally doing his thing. I can't wait for, wait for that to happen. But I think like a low key kind of breakout, maybe idea. I think Connor Stane, I think yeah, he has the stuff to do and he was figuring it out at the end of last season. So I, I, he's going to be my dude going into 2024. Pitchers, I, I will... we use a lot of them every year. So, I mean, you never know. Right. Never and know. It's, it's so hard to find really good ones for a long time. So got to do that. Um, all right. This is nobody's still listening. So let's get out of here. <laughs> um, we Good time. So if you are listening, thank you, mother. And you're, if thank you me. haven't shared it with your mom, share it with your mom right now. Um, so a few few call to action pieces, right? We do love the banter. Uh, we are trying to put a put a question on the Spotify. So if you are listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever, head up to the Spotify app real quick. Yeah. We hit fifteen hundred. Let's 1500, go. Yeah. There we go. Somebody's going to deactivate their account in a little bit and go back to fourteen ninety nine. Do it again. <laughs> yeah. So Spotify, we're asking the questions every every. Every week. So the last week was who is your favorite corner infield prospect as me and Tyler kind of previewed first base and third base prospects in the system. And so it's kind of fun. So Skyfish Kid, friend of the pod. Oh, that's mean. Um, if we're count if we aren't counting Monty as a prospect anymore, then it's probably Sterling. And if he's not counting then Karos, but also shout shout out to Kelvin Hildago in the DSL. Yeah, Hidalgo is a dog. Like if you Oh, somebody wrote a piece for him. I think it was Isaac uh, wrote a piece yeah, yeah. with Hidalgo on there. Andrew Global Neck, like you are the Spotify master, Andrew. I appreciate you always answering these questions. Andrew always said Sterling Thompson at third base is the most intriguing for me. I think his bat to ball skills is perfect for Coors. Tons of extra base hits with enough playing time. It will be tough with Mac blocking him though. Yeah. That's the only thing stopping Sterling, I think. And the glove, glove needs some work over at third. He just needs to find a home, I think is what it is with Sterling. But 100% agree, Andrew. And then Billy C. Be like Billy C here. Zach Kakaska, Coco, our other Coco <laughs> fa- family of the pod there. High 900 OPS at high A. Every team can always use power and walks. Again, 
if you have followed Coco's baseball career at all, Kokoska's like all he does is hit and he will do that wherever. I imagine he's starting at Hartford. He's coming back off an injury. He'll be first baseman in Hartford. So huge power. He was going back toe to toe with back in yeah. and Spokane. So I'm excited for that. I love that. Billy C, I like you. You might be my new favorite person I haven't met yet. So thank yeah. you for that. If you can hit the ball, it doesn't really. They'll find a spot for you. So yeah, I hope so. I always get nervous about that. Maybe I don't know. Maybe this is a tangent for another time, but I sometimes I feel like teams have invested too much in their top round draft picks and they kind of forget about these dogs that are just dogs. Like they might be a little bit leery to pull up a Kakaska who could dominate, but he was what an eighth or ninth round pick where you got Yankee on Jordan Beck, who you yeah. invested money in. And like, we need this investment to work. Thinking of the stocks, casual right? fan knows Jordan Beck and Yankee. Yeah. And it's we, tough to sell. Like, right. but do we need okay. to sell? Like, well, look at the race. I, I don't know. Like we don't need to sell it. So like, I almost feel bad for players. Cause I think there is a little bit of that. And I am projecting, I'm not getting any insider tip. That's not what I do or am able to do, but I, I get nervous about that. Like, I don't like it and I don't like feeling like that, especially for some of these guys, like go do your thing and go show and perform. And hopefully it's not a thing, but it's an unfair like thing that goes against a lot of players that it just mm. kind of sucks. Right. You're just not the pedigree, but you're yeah. better than pedigree, but whatever. Like let me see all around the like, profile was one where it's like former number one overall prospect, but it's like, mm-hmm. that's the pedigree. But I mean, you're, yeah. I mean, some dudes will won't ever be the, for the best prospect in the class, but, We'll go out there and fall no matter what. Like, that's right. Bad. Yeah. You and you got to get those shots. And that's not a shot. That's not a shot at any of the top dogs either. Like, that's, no. I just, I think there's a little bit of that. Their so, fault. They're, they're really good. <laughs> right. Absolutely. So, and, and yeah. Anyway. All right. So, closing out. Yeah. Obviously, we're ranting. I'm, I'm just moving on. Close out. Thank you again for listening. Like, we are. I feel good about this 2024 season. Uh, we have some writers on. We're going to have coverage for the minor leagues. Uh, I keep hearing like nobody does what we do with the prospects and like getting them on and like letting you know that you haven't met your favorite prospect or your favorite player yet is absolutely something I love about this. So share, share the word, listen to us, put on the automatic downloads, go follow our, all of our socials, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, follow, download all of that. It just helps the numbers, which helps us, which helps, maybe be that company that could sponsor us or whatever, but it's, and it's not for us. Like I, we're not doing this for any kind of gain other than just spreading the word, having a good time. And like, I enjoy these Wednesday nights now. Like it's, it's either me and Tyler, it's either me and Mike, it's Noah, like, like we're having a fun time doing this and writing and sharing it. So we want that to go out there. So you read an article share it literally send it to your mom like we are your mom's favorite podcast she just doesn't know it yet so we'll leave it at that um anything else for the good of the cause big dog um have fun at spring training anybody going yeah if you are going taking pictures holler at your boys do that brian thank you for hanging out grant thank you for doing your thing brian have a good night you guys know what it is go rockies minor league affiliates Woo! Thank you for watching. Oh no, we hit it. You do it. You do it. Thank you for watching and listening. Please check out our link tree for more content.